Do not worry about your fucking logo. What not to do if you are not at full capacity with clients. Do not go and spend all this money investing in a new website. Do not spend hours on Instagram posting. Yes, those things can lead eventually to some clients, but if you are trying to get to full capacity and you're not even close to that, then that should not be even on your radar. You should be focusing primarily on what I believe is going to help step you forward in your health business today. Welcome to Swift Coaches Academy, a podcast dedicated to bringing health and wellness professionals the uncensored truth behind what it really takes to succeed in the health industry with me, your host, Zenia Wood. As an accredited exercise physiologist and business owner for almost a decade, I'm on a mission to transform the lives of ambitious health professionals like you who want more and are ready to take action to create incredible impact in your careers and unlock financial freedom in your business. So join me as I speak candidly with industry leaders about the struggles and successes from within the trenches through thought-provoking conversations. Alrighty, uh, to start off today's episode, I wanted to address a couple elephants in the room because we've had some changes with the podcast. So firstly, if you are watching us on YouTube, you will notice I am actually on a single size couch today. These episodes are always meant to be uh, couch conversations and sort of overheard conversations. Um, and this couch is super comfy and it makes me uh, feel a little bit more at home. But I also wanted to make a couple changes to how the podcast is structured because I want to make sure first and foremost, that you are getting jam-packed value and there are actionable items that you can take away with you and start implementing immediately after listening to these episodes. So instead of having guests for the meantime, we're going to be doing solo, writing solo um, podcasts. And also I basically have a bit of a structure. So if you can watch me on YouTube, you will notice that uh, I also have my laptop with me and I have some notes so that I can go through things and make sure that there are really, really important things that I wanted to get through to you that don't get missed in all of these episodes. So hopefully you're here for that. I would love to hear if you have any suggestions or things about our podcast moving forward, always open to that. Uh, But today let's dive into the one thing that you need to grow your business today. I think that there is a lot of confusion and there's so many things that we actually could be doing. And I think that that sometimes gets us stuck because we sit there and go, oh, well, I could start a podcast. I could do programs for semi-private groups. I could start online. I could have in-person clients. I could, 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 could. Um, And I think overwhelm is for me described as one of the things where we have a ton of things we could be doing without clarity on what we should be doing. And that's realistically why I invest in mentors myself, because I have all these coulds in my head as well, as opposed to the thing that I really just like the one thing that I need to do to move my business forward and to be like laser focused on that, I think is really, really helpful. So I'm going to go through that regardless of what stage of business you're in right now, what I believe is going to help step you forward in your health business today. So If you are not, let's start with, if you are not at full capacity with clients, a couple of things of what not to do. Do not worry about your fucking logo. Do not go and spend all this money investing in a new website. Do not spend hours on Instagram posting. Yes, those things can lead eventually, inevitably to some leads, some clients, things like that. 
But if you are trying to get to full capacity and you're not even close to that, then that should not be even on your radar of things to be thinking about. You should be focusing primarily on not doing the same shit that's keeping you stuck, not avoiding the thing that's like right in front of our nose, which we kind of know that we need to do. But the thing that you need to be doing if you are not at full capacity with clients right now is generating leads and getting new clients. I know that sounds really silly and you're like, of course, Senia, but how do I do that? Well, let me tell you. So there are three things I want to talk to you today about in terms of how to actually get more leads, regardless of whether you're online, in person, whatever. So first one is talk to more people. Like how many people every single day do you speak to about who you are, what you do? right? And how many people do you know? And how many, like, how big is your network? Because if you only know 10 people, there's only an opportunity for 10 people to work with you. Hopefully we um, all know a few more than that. And we have a few hundred people in our phone book and on our social media platforms and um, in the, in the circles that we run in and the gym that we work out and, or train at or whatever. Right. Um, but how many of them actually know what you do and um, are potential clients that I'm missing out because you haven't had that conversation. Uh, I wanted to go with a little story with this one because when I was, it was my second year out of uni and I uh, was thrust into a big box gym, which is now a good life. And I was the youngest PT, uh, sorry, youngest of the PTs. Um, obviously I'm an exercise physiologist, but there's 23 of us and I was the youngest, but the most experienced on paper. And I walked into uh, this, most experienced on paper, sorry, meaning like I have a degree and they all had PT certifications. So I walk in, they are all like fully booked. They're all like very experienced, like 10 plus years. It was this very rare scenario, um, this very tight knit community of PTs. And I kind of like storm in there and I'm like, well, I know more than them, la la la. Then got kind of like slapped in the face pretty hard, metaphorically speaking, by the fact that like, yeah, but they're like earning more and they're getting better results with their clients. And I needed to recognize the areas that I sucked at was generating leads and sales. And so um, I actually made this like pact with my business mentor at the time, who um, was like one of the senior leaders in the company that I worked for when I was a contractor. And I said, I'm going to get 10 new initial consultations every single week. And so to do that when I was in a physical location in a gym meant that I would literally spend my entire week and I would clock it and I would write it down and I would send updates to him um, and say, you know, I've got seven so far, whatever. And I literally, so I would work Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. till 8 p.m., um, sleep in my car in my rest breaks. And then Saturday I would come back at like six, seven in the morning. And then I would work through till sometimes like two, 3 p.m., because I had a commitment to get 10 initial consultations. And so what I would do is I would walk the gym floor and I would literally, I would literally walk like up and back and the gym was like quite large. So I would like literally pace up and down the gym and I was like psyching myself up being like, oh my God, you have to go and talk to someone. And like, it's awkward. And maybe they have the headphones in and like, maybe they're going to tell me to go fuck off. And like all these thoughts going through my head. Right. But my commitment to myself and to my mentor was greater than the fears that I had. And I think that that's a really important, I guess, note inside this, this story is that your purpose and why you're doing something has to be stronger than your fears. If you are incredibly nervous and worried about what someone's going to think of you, if you walk up to them at the gym and you're a, a coach there and you say, Hey, like, do you mind if I give you some advice on your squat technique? Like it just looks a little bit off. And if they say, no, go fuck yourself or, <laughs> they say something to that effect. It's probably not actually going to be that intense. I've never had someone actually tell me that. Um, 
But if you can work through that, knowing that maybe one in 10 people will say, no, I don't want help. Um, But the nine out of 10 people at the gym are going to say like, yeah, what have you like, I don't know, show me what you've got to offer. Like, do you, do you have some value? You know, my squat actually does feel a little bit off. Like I, I do notice that it feels a little bit and you're starting this conversation, but you're also adding value. So I would literally do that until two, 3 PM on a Saturday until I hit my 10 initials and what I would do. And I think so many people miss this as they forget to do the ask. So they may go up, they may approach, they may say, Hey, how are you doing? They might know about their kids and their dogs and everything about them and know everyone in the gym. But have you actually asked the question of like, Hey, like, in this 10 minute piece where I helped you correct your squat technique, we obviously got some really great results. Imagine what we could do in an hour or imagine what we could do in 12 weeks together. Why don't we book in an initial consult? And I would actually phrase it. I would say, let's book in. So being confident in my approach, knowing that I can actually get them better results than what they're getting by themselves. I would say, let's book in for an initial assessment, complimentary one hour, and we can go through your entire program and have a look um, and if you know it feels right and you believe that I can help you at the end of that, then we can talk about what working together looks like. And then I would say, can you do Thursday at 5 p.m. or Monday at, at 5 a.m., right? And I would just give them two time slots. So that also promotes a little bit of scarcity saying like, hey, I can do, instead of saying, I can do whenever in the day that you're free, you're being scarce with the number of time slots you're providing them as available time slots. And therefore they're going, oh shit, like she knows what she's talking about. She's confident in, or he, confident in wanting to give more value. I already got value in the first 10 minutes. Like actually what she said is like, imagine what she actually can do in an hour. Like even like that hour is free. Like I'm not paying for that. And so I actually did this for like probably two years. And there were times when I did 10 initials times when I wasn't so focused on that. But the point of that story is that it doesn't take a genius to realize that to do 10 initials every single week it probably would have t- should have taken me only for five weeks maybe um, to get to full capacity and have a roster of like 40 clients, right? And I was actually pretty good at conversion. And I do notice that early days until we start to implement like minimum terms and agreements and, and things like that, a lot of coaches aren't actually too bad at selling, but it's that lead generation. It's that first ask that is often the problem. So coming back to the story, I would basically get those 10 initials every single week, but that meant I was the biggest failure in the company that I worked for. And there were 50 employees in this company, 50 And I fucked up so much and had so many people leave. And so retention was a really, really big issue for me because I would just say yes to everyone. And then I wasn't, I wanted to interrupt this episode just to check in. I know that being a health professional and a business owner is tough. There are so many plates that you're spinning and juggling and I get it because I absolutely am there, was there, still working on it. And we have created an incredible business mentorship to support people through this process. Now, if you're feeling like you're alone, you're struggling, you just don't know what to do or which actions to take because there's so many different options that we could be doing, but what's going to be right for you and the business that you want to create to help create freedom financially and also create more impact with your clients then I strongly encourage you to reach out. Our business mentorship program is honestly something that I'm so proud to have created. And the results that we get in this program are second to none. I 
have so much love for the people in this program. And what I love about them most is that they are action takers. And despite the risks, despite the fears around the risks that they need to take, because we know that risk taking is a part of business, they are action takers and they are really ready to skyrocket their business. If this sounds like you, you want to be around people like this. We know our environment is such an important factor in creating the life that we want and the business that we want, then you absolutely should jump on the show note link and have a look at what's included and then jump on a call with me and we can chat through if this is right for you. And this is absolutely not right for everyone and that's totally okay, but I don't want you to pass up this opportunity because we start Feb 5th, but we are probably going to close applications sooner than that when we hit our capacity. So there are only a couple spots available left. Uh, if this is you, something you're considering, please do that now. Pause this episode, come back to it later because your business and your life that you deserve and you want to live is waiting for you on the other side of that link. I cannot wait to uh, chat to you soon. And now back to the episode. I wasn't focusing on the retention S aspect. I wasn't focusing on what to do next. I wasn't focusing on like, I would say, okay, at the initial consult, I would say, okay, like, let's just do one set and one session. And I was trying to get people just booked in for one session. I wasn't thinking about like the bigger picture or the long term. And so I would get people for that one session. They would do maybe two, maybe three, and then they would drop off. But I wasn't talking about what can we do in 12 weeks in 12 months together. And I wasn't projecting and forecasting their future and the destination that they were getting to. I was talking about like the here and now I was talking about their squat technique, or I was talking about like how we can potentially like help improve their pain or whatnot. But as soon as they're out of pain, because I haven't painted the picture of the destination being performance or longevity or, you know, improving even further then once that first initial problem was no longer a problem. They didn't see me as their continued solution. So hopefully that helps. First thing, talk to more people. Don't be afraid to go up and ask these people. I think one thing that helps me with this is reminding myself of my favorite client. Now, I want you to do this now when you're listening to this is have a think about who that is for you. And this is probably someone who's had crazy good results with you, who's been with you for quite a while. And you're just like, wow, they really show up. They really put in the effort. They've got great results. And and it's been an amazing experience. So um, one client who comes to mind for me is someone who actually at the end of end of the journey of working together for over, I think it was like three years. And during that process, he said to me, he was like, Zen, you like literally saved my life. Like I was, you know, like there was depression, there was suicidal thoughts and I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. But I think that we have such a obligation to make an impact in the people's lives that we actually change. And so when I was walking that gym floor, going back and forth and being nervous and letting my fears creep in, in terms of like, what if someone says no, or they don't want my help, or they think I'm an idiot, or, or, you know, it's awkward to ask someone who's got their headphones in. What I would think is what if that person is the next version of uh, this new client who I actually transformed his life so much that he said those things that I literally helped, you know, him get out of depression. And, and, and that to me, I would never ever walk past someone on the gym floor if I knew it would be the next him. 
So if you have that person and you can think of that person in your head and the next person who you walk past in the gym, you don't go up and ask and offer help. I see that as doing a disservice and we're coaches. Our, our job is to coach. We should love to coach regardless of whether we're getting paid for it or not. And so to keep those people in your mind who you've got incredible transformations, what if they never approached you? What if you never approached them and their life never got changed as a result of you? And that should hurt more than the initial discomfort of the fear getting in the way of you walking up and approaching someone to potentially change their fucking life, right? This is not sleazy snake oil. This is life transformations. And I know I talk about that a lot, but I think it is so fucking important. So first thing, if you're not at full capacity, we want to get leads. How to do that? Go and talk to more people on the gym floor. Now let's say Senia, I'm an online client, I'm online coach. Like I don't, I don't have a gym floor to go and walk. Cool. You do have probably an Instagram platform or another social media platform that has more than 10 people who follow you on it. Start conversations. And I find following these people, getting to know them, if they're your ideal client, you want to know their likes, their dislikes and, and understand who they are as people as well. And so I have literally reached out and I find voice messages work really well um, to get across your message and not sound, I guess, abrupt. But I often ask, I say like, hey, um, I saw you doing hip thrust in the gym and I um, freaking love the hip thrust. I was just wondering why you're doing this variation. Um, I was wondering if you'd be open to some suggestions or if I could hear like what your reason for that is, because I've just noticed there might be some changes that you could make that would improve your training. Would you be open to that? And so you're just opening up a conversation. It doesn't matter whether it's in person or online, but we need to be creating conversations to then lead to leads, which then lead to clients. Cool. Second thing that you can do if you are not at full capacity is network or partner. Partnering, I would probably be reserving for when you're ready to scale because it is, I guess, a next level version of networking. But if you're not at full capacity, networking in terms of, let's say I'm a PT, I could network with a physio. I could network with the local uh, food delivery company. I could network with the supplement store. I could network with a hairdresser it doesn't have to be directly linked to like health and fitness because you've got to remember let's say that your ideal client are moms they're probably also going to go to the hairdresser they're probably going to go to the nail salon they're probably going to go to the coffee shop so can you network and um with those businesses cross refer people and so when someone asks hey like you know i'm looking for a pt um and they're talking about it at their coffee shop then the coffee shop can say hey i definitely recommend this person and you can then in return say hey like after you finish your session definitely go check out this coffee shop they have the best coffee and that is creating incredible relationships with other businesses and you can share clients. I think it's really important to remember that we are in a sharing economy and when we share, we all win. Sometimes it can be hard going, okay, well, you know, if I'm a PT and they see the physio, then are they not going to be able to pay for me as well? But if they need the help, they're going to go somewhere. And if you're not the one providing them the help, then they're probably not going to want to come back to you either. But if you are the one helping and stepping them in and saying like, hey, go to like ex physio. And you also know that that physio is very exercise, like likes exercise and wants them to keep exercising. And, and you can sort of direct them into a physio that is, I guess, on brand and believes what you believe, then that's going to create a stronger relationship too. 
The third thing, if you are going, I'm not at full capacity and I need to get leads is getting referrals. I don't know how many business owners I've spoken to who have not just asked their clients for referrals. And often the reason why is because they go, well, what do I say? So this is what you say. You say, hey, Alice, for example, um, and oftentimes it works best off the back of a win or the back of like testing blocks or, or some sort of like milestone achievement. Let's say they've hit their first 12 weeks with you or they just hit a PB in a squat and you say, fuck yeah, that was amazing. How good, loved it today. You did incredible, Alice. Um, hey, while I think about it, I love getting results with people like you because you are, and you, you can throw in qualities about them. You can say you are, you know, you are someone who shows up, you put in the work and, you know, you are someone who, you know, is always up for a challenge. And I love that about you. Obviously be genuine in this, but then you're setting this up to find more people like Alice. So then you would say something along the lines of, hey, do you know anyone else who's like you, who is looking to get a similar result to you? So whatever their result is, I would say, who's also looking to improve their, you know, their strength in their squat, who's also looking to get out of shoulder pain or who also has an injury or whatever it is, right? Um, I, I was just wondering, do you know anyone? And just leave it there then they'll say yes or no, or I don't have anyone right now. So there's three options. The yes, you say, awesome, who is it? You get their name. Ideally also say, hey, can you link me in like a three-way chat? So it could be email. It could be like Facebook Messenger. It could be Instagram, like three-way chat. But ideally link them in a three-way chat and get them to send the message to say, hey, like my coach, Zenia, um, just got me out of shoulder pain. And I know that you're struggling with your shoulders. Um, you should absolutely seek her out. Um, I'll leave you guys to organize the details. The reason that's the best option is because what's going to happen is it's effectively a referral from a good friend of theirs and you've got the contact details of the person to reach out to them. So that's best case scenario. You've done really, really well. Second case scenario, they might say, I don't know anyone right now. You can then divert to, okay, that's no worries. Um, would you mind leaving us a Google review? Because that's another way we can get uh, more clients in. They have a couple spots left. Um, here's the link. So you can do that. And that can be another way that down the track, you get more um, people coming in because you're more searchable in your local area. And then the third thing is they say no. And you can also then divert to obviously the Google stuff. Um, but you can also say, if you think of anyone where you could potentially have some urgency or you have an offer coming up of, you know, if you think of anyone, what I'd love to do is I'd actually love to do the initial consultation complimentary. Let's say that you charge um, for an initial assessment. You say, normally it's actually $149 for an initial assessment. But um, anyone who's a friend of yours is a friend of mine. And I would love to do that on the house for them because um, I want to make sure that they're getting put in the best hands and that they feel confident in making that decision. Does that sound fair? Um, so those are the three things. If you are not at full capacity with clients, then we don't want to be doing a new website, new logo, like updating all this backend stuff. We don't want to be spending hours posting on Instagram. Yes, you can be doing some of that, but spending hours and hours of especially without a strategy, just kind of like throwing random shit up there is probably not going to be the most effective method. Um, and continuing to do the same stuff that's kept you stuck. 
right? So if you are not at full capacity, I want you to focus on talking to more people, either online or in person. I want you to network with other businesses, right? And make sure it's a win-win. So you're not just asking for clients from them, but you're going, what can I give to them, right? I have 20 clients who work next door, uh, sorry, and we train right next door to a coffee club, a coffee shop. So I can say, hey, you definitely need to go and try their banana bread. It's bloody incredible, right? And then say, when you go, just make sure you mention that Zenia sent you, right? And so they're going to say, oh my God, Zenia told me to come try the banana bread. Zenia told me, Zenia told me. And so they're reinforced. And so when they're, they're going to come to you and say, hey, how can I help you with your business? Because smart business owners understand that the law of reciprocity is in play. And when they help you, uh, sorry, when you help them, they want to help you. Cool. Awesome. Alrighty. I think what we're going to do is actually do a two part on this because I feel like I've dived into it a fair bit. So we're going to talk about if you are at full capacity in our next podcast. So stay tuned for next week uh, where we'll talk about part two. And if you are at full capacity, what to do and what you should be doing, not what you could be doing. All right. Until next time, move swiftly. Coach, just a reminder, this may be your last opportunity to work with me for 2024 in our business mentorship program. We start Feb 5th, but if we close doors early, that's because we've sold out in all the spots that we have, which is not a lot. So if you're considering this, I would encourage you to jump in the show notes now, click that link, and I will see you on the other side. I have a tiny favor to ask of you, and that is to just hit that subscribe button if you have not done it yet. If you've made it this far, then I hope that this has been valuable for you and for us to get more incredible guests in front of your earlobes and faces if you're watching us on YouTube, then please do that now. And if you have any feedback or suggestions for me or something that was a golden nugget that really stood out to you in this episode, I would absolutely love if you flicked me a message over on Instagram at Xenia Wood Official. Until next episode and in whatever you do, move swiftly.